0: Welcome to the Chris Hanna Show. Welcome to another episode of the Chris Hanna Show. Today, we're talking about investing in yourself. I'm not talking about investing from a monetary perspective necessarily, although I think that's part of it. We're talking about personal development and how you need to invest in making yourself better. We're in a very competitive marketplace, and I would almost call it hyper-competitive where there is a lot of competition out there. A lot of people are hustling. They're working incredibly hard, and it can be difficult to get ahead. We've got a high unemployment rate, but it's really, really tough for people to find those opportunities. And when you're struggling to find those opportunities, you need to find ways that you can stand out. Now, in my latest ebook, where I talk about interview prep strategies, I talk about the importance of making sure you stand out and you are distinct. In order to do that, you need to develop yourself. You need to invest in your future, in your own personal development. Because the reality is is that no matter how good you are, or you think you are, there's always an opportunity to get better. To improve oneself, we must use every experience, both good and bad, to strengthen our skills. You must demonstrate a learning mindset, a growth mindset, to be genuinely effective. Your personal development is vital for your success, both personally and professionally. So I want to talk first about paying yourself first. And if the saying is that you should pay yourself first, then I think that you should block off personal development time in your calendar as one of your priorities when figuring out your schedule. I recommend that you should find a minimum, a minimum of one hour per week for your own personal development. That's right. Find a minimum of one hour per week. If you can do more than that, that's great. But I think that there's a possibility that you can definitely find one hour to invest in yourself. It actually frustrates me when I talk to people and they say that they have no time to focus on themselves, to take a course or to read or watch a video on some interest that they have to develop a new skill. Because the reality is you do have time. It's just a question of how you spend your time. You can either spend or invest it, and why don't you invest it? So find one hour of time. Because you might be thinking, well, I don't have time of all these meetings per week, or the tasks that you need to do to dedicate yourself. But if it's essential, I guarantee you can find the time. Because prioritizing yourself is not selfish either. A lot of people think that it is. It's actually a necessity. You are responsible for driving your career and development. And no one, no one is going to be your biggest champion for wanting you to succeed more than you. Because remember, and I said this in an earlier podcast episode, you work for yourself. Ultimately, you are your own boss in deciding what you do. Now, it's essential to make sure that you are staying current on what the latest best practices, new technology, or trends are in your industry when you are thinking from a work perspective, because staying current is key to ongoing personal development. There are multiple ways that you can keep yourself informed and always learning and developing and growing. One thing I suggest is that you read as much as you can. Whether it's Bill Gates or Warren Buffett, those are people who obviously read a ton and they advocate this for decades now that you should be reading so much. And I also believe the same thing. The more that you can read, the more you can be more informed, the more you can learn, the more you can grow. You'll have new ideas and new thoughts that spark in your mind. But you can read books and white papers or blogs or association articles uh, Harvard Business Review articles as an example, because there's no shortage of material that's out there to consume. You should seek out new areas of interest to give yourself more perspective, ideas, or ways to round out your knowledge better. I personally aim to read a minimum of one hour per day. And it might be in chunks, right? Because there could be a lot of tasks that I might need to do. But I try and find one hour In a 24 hour period to invest in myself and read. And that could be a book, it could be a blog, it could be some other sort of content that I'm looking at, whether it's research papers. But I'm trying to find one hour a day of reading. And you schedule that time in to be most effective. Because one hour spread throughout the day isn't that much at all, actually. A few minutes over breakfast, that's where I like to read initially a little bit around lunch, sometimes before bed. Before you know it, you're making tremendous progress. You can also watch videos, whether it's part of an e-learning platform, such as Udemy or LinkedIn Learning. Downloading or streaming these videos can be incredibly beneficial too. I found that watching these videos over breakfast is a great way to start the day. You can go short, small, bite-sized clips of motivation or inspiration, And that can lead to new ideas or new ways of thinking. I've actually found that there's times where I can watch a video in the morning over breakfast, and then by the time I start work, I can use that video or that reference point as something throughout the course of my day, as a teachable moment, maybe for my team or my staff, or something that I want to apply to a new aspect of my business. Now, with Bluetooth available in in most vehicles nowadays, I've also found that I can listen just to the audio component of these videos while commuting to and from work. That can be a great option. For something free, you can use YouTube as another source to learn. YouTube has become that great search engine where you can find practically anything. You might have some videos where you start and maybe the quality is not as good as what you would hope. But the reality is, is there's a lot of great content out there. When confronted with an unfamiliar task, such as how to complete something in Excel, I always personally go to YouTube first for a short video to figure out what I need or if I'm trying to do something different with one of my websites, it's I can go to YouTube and watch someone else do it and learn. Having that visual tool and the auditory aspect of it is better than me trying to just read through instructions, potentially sometimes as well, depending on the situation. Wherever possible, there's also some great podcasts out there. Obviously, right now I'm talking about on my own podcast, The Chris Hanna Show, but there are some fantastic podcasts that are worth a listen To help you become the best version you possibly can be. It's also, I think, vital that you try to attend at least one conference or one workshop per year. In almost any profession, there are conferences or networking opportunities available for you to meet and connect with others. These conferences or these workshops are a great opportunity to discuss best practices, ideas, or trends with colleagues who are in a similar situation to you. There's also a plethora of additional courses or breakout sessions available for you to target your learning and professional development. I have attended many of these events before, but I also regularly speak at these conferences. And I think it's just a great way to learn and to be immersed in a like-minded culture of people who are just wanting to get better. There are some questions that you probably need to ask as well. Of yourself when it comes to professional development, because you can't be an expert in everything. So you have to be curious and you have to ask questions of others. So when you get the opportunity to be in front of other people, whether it's at a conference or just even at your own place of employment, you gotta find out about other people's responsibilities, frustrations, and the experiences of those that you might come in contact with. If there's an opportunity to shadow people, that can be a tremendous sup- uh, way to actually uh, learn and to grow professionally. Seeing a day in the life of someone can go a long way with providing you some really tangible insights. You could also learn about a new opportunity doing it that way and you know take that back to figuring out how do you want to go down that path or see it as a way to augment or, or specialize some aspect of the team that you might be part of too. Wherever you can share your story and ask more questions, you can learn a lot more while also forming some stronger relationships. Now, when you do learn, whether it's videos, it's conferences, it's podcasts, whatever it is, you want to try and practice what you learn. To be most effective, you have to do this. It's one thing to read or view something, but it's another thing to put what you have learned into practice. I think it's essential to try new methods or tactics when leading others to keep things from going stale or going dull or becoming repetitive. Through trial and error, you gain a greater understanding of what works and what doesn't sometimes you might think that you have a great idea and that might land flat it doesn't resonate with people but you need to continue to try new things so by focusing on your development you reduce the chances of hitting a plateau you get to drive more change and innovation which i think is critical for today's hyper competitive marketplace and you create a more engaging environment for everyone When you are helping to bring ideas to the forefront. Whether you're a leader or an individual contributor. It doesn't matter. But ultimately you need to evolve to get better. To grow your style and to leap to the next level. It's about progress over perfection. I have a couple more examples here of what I think are important to keep in mind as you practice what you learn. One, whatever you're trying to master must be repeated. It can take anywhere, depending on the stat and the source, 18 to 21 days to make or break a habit, for instance. Two, feedback on results must be continuously available and solicited from your team. Three, you need to be honest when you're trying something new with others and and talk about it because they might be more willing to work on it with you or be part of the journey. And four, when you are trying something new, a different approach, a new way of, of tackling work, try to make it as fun and memorable as possible. That's a better way to actually make it stick. So final thoughts are this, is that if you want to really take your career to the next level, if you want to continue to grow, you need to invest in yourself and your own professional development. There's obviously the right tactics and strategies required to be successful, but you need to focus on improving your skills and have that growth mindset then you'll be able to tackle all sorts of situations that might pop up, whether it's people, process, tools related, that are going to arise throughout your journey because you're more well-rounded. You have to develop yourself personally and that's what's going to help move your personal brand to the level of success that you ultimately want it to be. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Chris Hanna Show. As always, the latest episodes are available to listen and subscribe to on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow The Chris Hanna Show on LinkedIn, Instagram, or Twitter. For more resources and solutions, including blog posts, toolkits, ebooks, speaking sessions, and more, visit chrishanna.ca today. We look forward to connecting again with you soon for another episode of The Chris Hanna Show.